What's up, world? This is Consciousness Speaks with Omika White and Andrew Goldberg. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Consciousness Speaks. My name is Onika White, and I'm here with Andrew Goldberg. What's up, world? <laughs> thank you guys for tuning in. And also, I would just we just want to take time out to thank you for watching our podcast, the last one that we um, put out. It was good response from everyone. It was about how do we remain stable in an unstable world. And we want to follow up with this conversation today um, by talking about how do we reconnect to the, our authentic self in an unstable world. Andrew? Yes, it's a great topic and, it, and it's, it's wonderful how it um, you know, leads into our last conversation that we had and mm -hmm. how we discussed the four pillars, you know, and that yeah. being the body, the emotions, the mental, and the spirit. Mm -hmm. And today, you know, I like how we are talking about, you know, how to reconnect to our authentic self. Yes, yes. Um, and it's one of these things that we talk about. And it's, it's this word that you hear out there so much. And I think, you know, one of the important things is when we try to define what the authentic self is, mm -hmm. we have to do it with a process of elimination. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. Andrew. And yes, that's what we're talking about pretty much um, disconnecting from who we are not and of course we're talking about you know the fears you know the despair disappointments sadness and so on we're learning how to disconnect from those things that we're not as well as detaching from our conditionings you know the things that we experience while we're growing up sometimes you know we experience great things but we also experience those sad moments right and learn how to detach from them so it doesn't affect our current reality absolutely and i you know onika just to touch on what you said earlier there you know i need to how do i connect back to my authentic self well i have to look back and see certain conditions and one of the big conditions especially as children when we were mm -hmm. kids um what made us fearful what yes. experience that we have um one of our first memories that we can now connect to emotionally that actually you know, put this fear in us because that was actually the start of moving away <laughs> from the authentic self. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And the authentic self that we're talking about is a love and those, you know, wonderful feelings that we have, in, you know, within ourselves. You know, if we can think back when we were a child, how much fun we had. We were just so in the moment. We we're having fun playing with our friends and just doing, you know, fun things. That's what I remember for most part as a child, really, you know, um, going to the river at least 20 times in a day. <laughs> and that was fun, you know, and so we're talking about now how we can reconnect back to that because we're living in a time right now when there's so many people having all these fears and worries and stress, you know, and that seems to um, make us feel unhappy. You know, we're living in an unstable experience because that's our existence right now. But we're talking about how we can start to learn how to disconnect from some of that stuff that's so heavy and burdens us, you know? And it's like, again, the authentic self is that light within us. It's yeah. that peace that makes us feel excited when we're passionate. And I, and I love to go back to, you know, when I was a child and you're riding your bike and you're yeah. feeling the wind on you. And, yeah. you know, for me, it was like Knight Rider and I'm in the moment and you're just acting out these these moments. And it's beautiful because you're so connected and you feel the emotions. And then you also have these feelings of, you know, fear. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, where does that fear all come from? Yes. You know, um, I feel like fear was introduced to me, you know, back when I was a child. 
And because of the people around me, they had fears and worries and stress about life, you know, whether it be, you know, your parents, it could be school, it could be the media, it could be all these outlets that introduces fear to us. Because before that, we were just having fun and enjoying life in the present moment, you know. And so when we are introduced to those things, we start to close the blind to that authentic connection of who we are. And of course, you know, I give this example all the time, Andrew, and I Mm -hmm. think of, you know, um, fear or or all these things that we are subjected to or, you know, um, ingrained in us as, you know, we're outside. The sun is shining outside. Yes. And we come inside the house. I like that analogy. And when you come in, you close your blinds. Mm -hmm. And when you close the blinds, you're literally disconnecting or forgetting, so to speak, that there was even light outside. And And of course, now you're starting to depend on the artificial light, right? And when you're depending on the artificial light, that's your thoughts, your conditionings, and the ego that we're talking about. That's what we start to rely on to give us wisdom, give us knowledge and understanding of our current reality. And of course, when we're doing that, we're not really getting the truth. It's it's such a big piece, yeah. Onika, and that's not getting to the truth. And the yeah. truth within us is that, that innocence. Um, when we were children and we were connected to that innocence, when we were able to do whatever we were doing and stay present in that moment. Yes, and I think yeah. because of life and we change, mm-hmm. um, we have all these different experiences that we that we find painful, yeah, right? And right. it goes through, again, through the turbulent times or the unstable environment. Um, because when we were kids, you know, to a degree, and everybody has a different experience, but I think we, when we were loving what we were doing, when we were playing, we were connecting to our authentic self. Yeah. And then when we would experience pain, we would disconnect from that and we would look for ways now to feel, um, you know, that euphoric feeling. But we would do it in a way that would numb us. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, we're talking about, you know, um, that connection or wanting to feel some sense of, you know, euphoria. And what we do a lot now is we rely on substances to yeah. to give us that feeling. But it's a temporary feeling that we're getting. It's not true. It's not permanent. It's not lasting. And that's what we want. We need to start. We need really and truly to start reconnecting to that feeling of, you know, that we are eternal. We are, you know, um, we are unconditional love. And so when we start reconnecting to that, that's when we start feeling good. And of course, we're not going to want to go back to the alcohol, the drugs, and all these things that we seek to make us feel good temporarily. Right? I think, too, in that moment of, you know, when we're numbing, right? Whatever we're doing, and again, it's to almost capture that same feeling when we were a child, but we're doing it in a way because of this environment we're in, and we don't want to embrace that. And the reason why we don't want to embrace that is because, again, to the outside world, it doesn't fit. Um, mm-hmm. It makes us uncomfortable. It puts us into uh, in a space where our emotions might get the best of us. And, mm-hmm. it, and most importantly, you know, it takes us back to a time where, you know, our conditions kind of basically, you know, held us back, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why even for me, when I started to have questions... Mm-hmm. about you know life what is my purpose you know in this life and who i am i realized that i had to go back 
Yes. It's almost like life started taking me backwards, you know, to dispel certain things, certain myths, you know, and perception of who I thought I was. And, you know, I was giving you an example earlier, you know, one of the things I had to overcome was my fear of being in the dark. <laughs> so at nights when I was going to bed, I would keep on all the lights, you know, and um, even in relationships, I had issues with that because, of course, I wanted to be in the light and my partner wanted to be in the dark and <laughs> and that created an issue but it was only my fears that I was imposing on others because of course it was ingrained in me when I was a kid you know but of course I had to learn how to overcome that you know through just simply accepting that and acknowledging where I'm at and from accepting that Andrew I'm able to say okay this is what's happening yes it's not real <laughs> It's in my mind. Yeah. And so understanding that it was just thought process, you know, that was just going on over in my mind. I was able to get to the place where I can now turn the lights off and go to sleep. And knowing that when I wake in the morning, I'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so interesting because, again, it comes back. And I think it's so important to say this is it is about the emotions that we feel. And those those memories of these emotions are ingrained in us, yeah, right? And yeah, you can yeah. remember a time when you had fear, um, you know, and, and something happened in your life and you went through something and it caused this emotional change in you. Yeah. Um, and it's almost the same thing, you know, when we've done something that excites us so much. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's any type of movement. If I'm moving, if I'm playing basketball, if I'm engaging with people, having these conversations, um, these things, you know, you can feel that light within you. Oh, you can feel it. <laughs> you can feel it. And that's essentially what we're saying. We are the light in this world, in this dark world, you know, and until we start dispel the darkness, then we can return to that light that's within ourselves. After all, you know, darkness is simply an absence of light. And once we start turning the light, then of course we're going to be in darkness. But returning to that authentic self, that's important. You know, because we are the spirit, we are just simply having a human experience. And through that human experiences, we'll have all these different things happening. However, returning to our true selves mean that we can step away from the substance and step away from all these things that are not serving us, Andrew. Absolutely. And a big part of stepping away is first to identify, to have an awareness about it. Mm -hmm. um, And, you know, not to shame ourselves in those moments, I think is very important. And what I mean by that is... You know, when we're doing something that's not for our soul, it's very painful and we try to put it under the rug or put yeah, it on, you know, yeah. you know, hide it. But it comes out in our emotions. It comes out in our feeling. And this is where we move away from our authentic self. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's the identity, right? Because now we have to get back to the space where I can say, you know, what is filling me, my cup up? What is making me feel yeah. You know, those those positive emotions of, of being happy, of being content, of being peaceful, mm-hmm. um, of being present. Yeah, yeah, that's right? a great point, Andrew. Yeah. That's a great point. And uh, once we start doing that, and of course, we're talking about how we can reconnect to that light or that, you know, authentic self. For me, I engage in meditation. Yes. And that's one of the things I do that helps me to quiet my mind. Yes. And simply detach or separate myself from who I'm not. And one of the things that I come to, I've come to realize that I'm not is my thoughts. Yes, I'm aware now that my thoughts, 
you know, are it's just simply a great tool, but I'm not my thoughts, right? My thoughts, I can use it, you know, during my day to engage in different things, but I'm not my t- thoughts. I listen to it, you know, I acknowledge my thoughts, but I know that I'm not, so I can separate from that. So the fears and the worries and so on, I'm not attached to all of that anymore, which is a wonderful thing. It's, you know? It is an amazing, powerful thing. And, uh, and I love it because what it what it allows us to do is now, you know, detach from these things that we know. But it's a practice, right? It's a practice. You know, we don't wake up one day and start doing this and all of, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden I can feel this light within me. Because mm-hmm. if I've done this and I'm talking about personal experience, right, where mm-hmm. it's I've done something to numb myself from the pain, I have to now reverse that. Um, and I'll do things to reconnect back to me. And again, it comes back to that process of elimination. It does. So those does. things why, you know, I'm putting under the rug or I'm doing from a place of fear. I now have to do things, you know, that are enriching my life, that mm-hmm. are making me a better person, yes. that are, you know, empowering me. Um, yeah. That is now adding to the relationships in my life. And I can see mm-hmm. through the relationships um with anyone you know that i have to deal with they become better because i start that healing process that's right because it wasn't about them no it was about you you know and start once we start you know looking within and start making those changes that's a good point andrew so yes guys we're talking about how to reconnect to our authentic self yes we want to know at home how do you reconnect to your authentic self what are some of the tools and ideas that you've used to help you to start reconnecting to that part of yourself we are community we want to start having more of these conversations that we can start connecting with each other and so we can start on this healing path because life wants that for us it's the time for it now so thank you for tuning in we do really appreciate you and um god bless yes one love everybody all right (laughs) bye bye (laughs)